0: The following podcast is sponsored by Crystal Glass, where windshield replacement and automotive glass repair has been a specialty for over six decades. Call 310-GLASS, or visit them online at crystalglass.ca. This is Gross Misconduct.
1: Hey now!
2: Gross Misconduct Season 2, Episode 24 in Reality, our 67th episode.
3: Mm.
2: Joe, check that. We're calling this one Champagne Wishes and Caviar Dreams. Do you know why? Did I win the lotto? <laughs> we don't know. You haven't checked your tickets yet.
4: <laughs> I haven't. I'm waiting for my candles to do there. I know the draw's already taking place, but I got my candles working.
2: How funny would it be if the candles broke and wax went all over your winning ticket?
4: Why would you throw that out there?
2: Um, I that, don't know. That's just one of those. I think of you know me. Yeah. I think of all the things that yeah. could possibly go wrong.
4: Mm, yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I don't think.
2: All right, for those of you who didn't join us last week, or just can't remember what we talked about, here's Mike's rewind.
0: Here is last week's rewind of the Gross Misconduct Podcast.
2: What'd you think of that episode?
4: It's good. Sorry, sorry, it was good. <laughs>
2: You're a, year, you're a year into this. You don't know that you have to talk into the mic. I liked it. <sighs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nailed it.
3: <laughs>
0: the team discussed the name change of Edmonton's football team.
5: I don't think that the Edmonton Eskimo was I don't think Eskimo was, it wasn't racist, it wasn't derogatory.
4: I mean, I think you have to, you know, I mean, if there's Inuit people that are offended by it, then it's offensive, right? Who are we to say? Right? <laughs> I Whitey. guess, yeah. Whitey can't say. <laughs> <laughs> Is that offensive, um, Whitey?
2: Yes, actually, I'm a <laughs> are little you, are offended you offended by the term. Come on, Whitey. Although you've certainly called me worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should probably leave it there, but... Kevin had a little more to say.
5: Anyway, the council culture fuckers are are uh, getting their way. They're they're trying to turn everything into a racist thing and I don't agree with all this bullshit that's going on, changing the names of fucking universities, changing the names of everything because some little fucker gets offended by it.
2: Kevin, uh, you're not supposed to call people fuckers anymore. <laughs>
0: Andrew takes great deliberation and Applies rational thought before getting a second vaccine. When
2: I got there, they gave me the choice. Yeah, Fairly serious No,
4: thing. but either vaccine is is going to save your life,
2: I so think. So I sat next to a, a just a wonderful nurse, and we debated it for a while. And in the end, I said, it makes the most sense to me to get two AstraZeneca shots. And she said, I agree. And then she said, however, I'm only administering Pfizer, <laughs> so you'd have to get back in that. And I didn't even let her finish. I'm like, nope, Pfizer. <laughs> She goes, are you really making the decision based on not lining up? Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, I am. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And finally, here are some random clips assembled in no particular order.
2: There is no more magical a place on the oh, planet. It's wonderful. Than the Canadian Tire in Leduc. Yeah. Oh,
4: that garden center. The
2: biggest, blackest strap-on dildo. Mm-mm-mm. I've never seen anything Mm-mm. like it. It's just magical. You know, and all how I, do you get it home i don't know there was a whole section that i couldn't even look at Bert. oh and if you haven't washed you can shower there what the fuck every time you say fuck i die laughing <laughs> we, we need to go back
3: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and that's what happened in the last episode of the gross misconduct podcast now you're all caught up
2: I am so excited, Carl. About what? About this episode. I oh. think it's going to be our best ever. Really? It's it's absolutely packed. Mm, I don't know and better the, than
4: wine, Carol. I think wow. so.
2: I think it might even include wine, Carol. You'll uh, see. Uh, but something I'll tell I you, I don't r- know. Yeah, there's a lot you don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you right now that um, oh. thanks to Crystal Glass, we have an expanded uh, Big Blue folder this week. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, and, and, and we've got some additional politicians that we don't normally have. And honestly, the way it works around here on uh, podcast day mm-hmm. is that I, I set up and get ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then I say to you, do you want me to order coffee? Mm-hmm. And then that's sort of like lighting the fuse because then mm-hmm. you go upstairs uh, to get yourself ready for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, while the coffee's arriving, uh, right. but you took a little longer this week than you normally do. So I just kept adding to the oh, podcast. Oh, because I was
4: putting laundry away. That's why I took the laundry up when I went.
2: You yeah. know, it was not an accusation. No, of any I'm just kind. saying that's what took me yeah. so long. Anyways, uh, so it just kept getting bigger. Mm. And uh, boy, I don't know how long this is going to be, but it, I mean, our record is three and a half hours. I don't think we're going to touch that. Fuck, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be a good one. Uh, but, uh, and, and there's some turns and curves. I thought you were going to say turds. I, I thought I was, too. <laughs> I couldn't wait to see how the word ended. Um, there's some uh, curves in this
4: twist Twists and twists turns? Twists and turns. That's twists what I'm turns.
2: trying to, yeah, yeah. Like, for example,
1: this. Angry, angry, angry. Carl, Carl, Carol, Carol. Carol.
4: Hmm. Well, let me just preface this surprise by saying I'm not angry anymore. Well, you know, I mean, things happen to you and you stew on it and you stew and you stew. And even after you've talked about it, you're still enraged and stuff. But once I rant about something, I'm pretty much I'm done with it. But I will tell you, because quite often you rant about Canada Post, right? mm -hmm. So uh, this involves Canada Post. Okay. so uh, about three weeks ago. I order some books on chapters and even if they're all in stock, for some reason, chapters will send them not in the same package. So it's like, okay, you're getting two separate deliveries and okay, fine. And they give me a delivery date. It's like a week away. It's like, fine. One of them for some random reason is sent priority shipping. So you think, which book was it just out of curiosity? It was called uh, the condominium. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I think it's a bit of a thriller. Not really sure. Um, so, and you, so you would think, well, priority shipping should be pretty quick. Yeah. It's priority. Um, so the first package comes with my two books. Which was not priority. Which was not. It was just standard. Yeah. Uh, it comes on the day of, I think it was June 7th that they said it was going to come and it came. It might've even actually came the day before. Uh, but still no sign of, you know, the priority shipping package. Um, but you know, I'm following, you know, where it's going and where it's been and and whatever and the latest update i have as of june 7th is oh it's in edmonton it's at the sorting facility it's getting ready to go kind of thing so it's like okay well today tomorrow should be here right mm-hmm. and then nothing it just kind of i keep checking i'm like mm, where is it and it just say it keeps saying no update is available no updates available for four days four days then all of a sudden it's a Mississauga. <laughs> it's like, why did you send it back to Mississauga, right? So I, you know, and you can't get a hold of Canada Post. If you go on to their website, if you want to do that, like the the chat, it's one of those virtual assistants. Mm-hmm. So it's not an actual person. It's just, you know, they'll give you whatever the standard answers to whatever. Virtual assistant, literally useless. Oh, my God. So, obviously, so I am not getting. I don't get any answers, and it's not chapters' fault. So I am not gonna, you know, pester them or whatever. But it's like, okay, well, fine. I'll just keep a. So the next update is oh June sixteenth, which is is that today, today, tomorrow? Oh, I don't. Um. Anyway, so it I see that it's supposed to come yesterday, which mm, I don't know. Fifteenth June fifteenth is supposed to come. Okay, I am gonna. Wait for the mail. And
2: right? we're, we're how many days in on this priority? Um, shipment we're now? like
4: 16 days. 16 days. Okay. <laughs> um, 16, 16 or 17 days.
2: Makes you wonder how long a non-priority item takes.
4: 16, 17 days. So uh, the 15th, it's out for delivery. Good. Excited. Problem solved. Then I get this notice, and it, but it's actually from Indigo. So it's sort of an Indigo Canada Post update. And it's, uh, we were unable to deliver your package, so we left a notice. Okay, well, there was no notice. And we were certainly and, home. And no package. Right. Um, So it's like, no, you didn't attempt delivery at all. So I just responded to that email, which happened to go to um, Indigo. And uh, I'm not expecting an answer. I did get an answer today. And they're just like, oh, I don't know. It says you got it yesterday. And it's like, yeah, because I went to the fucking post office and picked it up. Anyway, so th- he left the notice in the... Mailbox, the community mailbox, mm-hmm. not at our door, not whatever.
2: So he opened that little box and discovered that none of us were in there. <laughs> and then just went, Well, I tried.
4: But I don't understand. And on the notice, it said, Too wet to leave.
2: Too wet to so, leave? Because it was
4: kind of rainy, right? So I don't. So I guess he's. Trying to say that it was too wet to leave the package at the front door. Oh, bullshit. But it's just a little package of a book. Like, leave it in the box or leave it in like box A or box B with the key.
2: Or underneath the roof, which covers the porch, porch. <laughs> in front of our house.
4: So, and it was, so I got the notice and the notice said, uh, you know, pick up next business day. And I'm like, well, fuck that. Then I get an email from Indigo saying, oh, it's ready to go. You can go pick it up at the post office. And this is your, you know, little, and had a little code to scan right so i'm like fuck better fucking be there and it was but it's just like fuck canada post like get your shit together you know
2: um i used to talk about canada post in my uh, previous uh, position Mm -hmm. but i was uh, never able to say exactly what was on my mind Mm. Uh, so let me just sum it up by saying you lazy (laughs) fucks you lazy lion fucks how many times has canada post Said that they tried to deliver. And they never. But the security camera shows nobody came to the porch at all. Or you see in your security camera at Christmas time, particularly, where you're waiting for a package, a truck will pull up. You see in your security video, the truck pull up. The guy sit there for a second writing something, and then he dashes to the door and and leaves leaves the the notice, notice. and then runs back to
4: his truck. It's like, well, that package, is that not in your van?
2: No, is the answer to that. So you just
4: left it at the post office, your your neighborhood post office. I'm
2: told, and I know it's you that's supposed to be angry. I'm told (laughs) that at Christmas time, a lot of carriers don't even put the boxes in their truck because they'd be delivering all day. So instead they just take them, unload them at the post office, and then drive around leaving those okay. notices.
4: And I, I can understand that and that's I fine. can't understand no, that. I, but here's the thing. If they're saying it, okay, at Christmas time, our drivers or our male people, are so overwhelmed with packages that we're just jo- just gonna we're just leaving them at your local post office to pick up we'll send you the notice but you have to go pick it up if people knew that i think maybe that would be okay no it would
2: not be okay carl what if you went to a restaurant at christmas time they're pretty busy and they were like listen we're pretty busy the food's in the fridge if you want to fry something up like no that's the service. The service that we paid for was for the package to be delivered.
4: Well, you know what annoys That's me? What happened
2: about- to n- neither rain nor hail nor sleet? That's nor the U-
4: United States Postal Service.
2: Okay. Well, I think it's pretty universal that postal workers are supposed to at least fucking try. And, and opening mm. a little community mailbox and leaving a note in there going, it was wet. What? <laughs> Fuck, you're driving in a car like well, literally you don't even walk door to well, door you know you what drive. annoys me
4: about that and canada is very expensive to send packages with canada post to begin with yeah like, very expensive so if you're paying if you're not just doing well, they, gotta, standard, they gotta pay for all those notices so if you're leaving. doing priority or express or you know next day or you know whatever it is um and then you discover well fuck they took three fuck like i'd be choked Right? Like, no, I paid for that service yeah. and the recipient now has to wait for three fucking weeks to get their package or mm-hmm. they have to schlep to the post office. Like, get your shit together, Canada Post. Oh, we'll try. That could be Canada Post. You know, I don't slogan. even
2: understand your attitude right we'll, now because, we'll try. You, because you're like, if I paid for, you literally did pay for Priority Post in the story no, you just told. I
4: paid for nothing because I get free shipping. With chapters. But you've earned
2: my- priority shipping. You've earned it. Whether or oh, not you wrote a check okay. or gave them your credit card, you've earned priority shipping and you didn't get priority shipping. No, I did not. You got Canada Post fuck you shipping is what you got.
4: <laughs> you lazy Which is bastard. their standard shipping. I you lazy. <laughs> yeah. It's, their, it's they, their everyday service. You know.
2: What if they just renamed the post the various services for what they really are? <laughs> you know, like uh, there's standard, we don't know, mm-hmm. and then there's priority, go fuck yourself, service, and then there's what uh, courier, um, probably yeah, yeah, probably going to leave it at your neighbor's place, service. Uh, anyways, well, it's <sighs> good to see you fired up. I mean, um, I said that I
4: said that I wasn't angry about it, but I don't know. You've got you got me riled.
2: I know. A little bit. It just drives me crazy to see Canada Post bitch moan and whine about how tough their job is and literally how, how much easier could their job be these days than to drive to community mailboxes and, oh, woe is me, occasionally go to a house.
4: Yeah, like it, occasionally. It, it was a book. It was like book sized. It wasn't like a big cumbersome box or anything.
2: Yeah, those guys all failed. I'll tell you right now, they all failed grade six math. They all, every Canada Post employee failed and said to their parents, "I tried, I tried. Did you hand you in your assignment? No, I left a notice. I tried to. It was rainy." Hmm. Uh, okay. <sighs> See, I told you it's going to be a packed episode.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: So we should get right to uh, Joe's fact check. And Joe's Fact Check is brought to you by our friends at South Central Dentistry. They're providers in all areas of general dentistry and oral health care, but also, more importantly, helping many nervous patients get the dental care they need with gentle sedation. Dr. Cowett is certified in in in-office conscious sedation with inhaled nitrous oxide gas, oral conscious sedation with a pill, and even intravenous sedation. So let the nice folks at South Central Dentistry put you at ease while they put a smile on your face. Call 780-757-3723 or visit them online at southcentraldentistry.com. Now, just before you get into Joe's fact check, may mm-hmm. I just make mention of the fact that Dr. Cowett at South Central Dentistry was among the first to sign up again to advertise on gross misconduct from July until December. Mm. And had advertisers not signed up, we'd have just sort of wrapped things mm-hmm. up at the end of June. Um, but, and, and June. But he really wanted it to keep going, despite the fact that. He's gotten very little business out of this podcast. Mm. Now, our other advertisers have done quite well. Mm-hmm. And when I first spoke to Dr. Cowett, I said to him, Oh, dentistry, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know if people listen to a podcast and go, You know what? I'm going to go get my teeth cleaned. But um, he's had two patients uh, as a result of our podcast, and one of them's your mother. Mm-hmm. So,
4: loved him, by the way. She
2: just yeah, she loved it. Over she there. raved about yeah. it when she came mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, they, uh, they nagged her a little bit to get on our case to yeah. get over there as well. Yeah, so we're supposed to get there. Yeah, so we're going to do it too, but mm-hmm. we need you to help us out Yeah, here. if like,
4: you're in need of a dentist, and maybe over the course of the past year, maybe people, because of COVID, mm-hmm. are not comfortable going to the dentist. I mean,
2: you've been, yeah, locked up in your house for a year and yeah. a half. You so might want to look in dentist, the mirror. You know? Go
4: check out South yeah. Central Dentistry. Smile. Mm-hmm.
2: Smile into the mirror and go, you know, I need to go Fuck. see Dr. Cowett. Some teeth whitening or something.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Haley's Comet is commonly pronounced rhyming with Valley, so Halley, or daily Haley. One of Edmund Haley's biographers preferred rhyming with Crawley. Mm. Hollow. It depends on the airplane. Military aircraft and airliners do not have keys. Almost all small civilian aircraft require a key to open the door, and some of them require the turning of a key to start the engine airport managers oversee the daily activities at airports assuring regulations are followed safety is maintained and jobs are completed on time they are the primary point of contact for other airport administrators airline officials as well as the public these managers also act as the director of airport security the airport manager works to ensure that all passengers pilots regulatory regulatory mm, agencies and staff are safe by supervising terminal activities I think Jason Greger meant to tweet Andrew Gross at A Gross Newsday, covering aisles for newsday.com, X Rangers, and Devil's reporter. Yeah, he spells mm. his last name G R O S S. Mm hmm. And not G-R-O-S-E. Right. I think the show the other Andrew Gross appeared on is called The Street, although he was also on Coronation Street. It was actually uh, Downton Abbey I was trying to remember. I know. And I was of. trying to think of, it came to me, it was EastEnders. I was trying to think of He's
2: East been Enders. on that as well. Oh, yeah. okay. He's had quite the career.
4: Wow. Uh, fun fact, there's a third Andrew Gross who is an art director. He worked on Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles. Oh, no way. Well, no, that's fun. Hmm. Before Schneider referred to a losing streak became common, the word was used to refer to a failure to score a point in gin rummy. It was short for Schneider, which has been used with the same meaning. Hmm, fun fact. Uh, 2,184 pounds of laundry would equal the average weight of all species of rhino, with the exception of the white rhino and the extinct woolly rhino. Wilberforce University teams, nicknamed athletically as the Bulldogs, Go doogs. Hashtag uh, ScrabbleCallback. Dude. What's dude? Look it up. And my money is at three million dollars with the correct answer of uh Susan B. Anthony. In, in crusading,
2: crusading women. women.
4: Mm-hmm. All right, well done. Thanks, uh,
2: Joe. Appreciate that. Let's check our listener mail.
1: Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna will. Yeah.
3: So,
4: here's the here's the thing about I I know it's not potato and we asked Joe I think like the first time we ever used this clip because we thought it was potato and he did well you thought
2: it but I didn't
4: well he checked it and he was like no it's not potato it's uh, something so Joe check that because I still think I'm still thinking it's potato
2: yeah we've forgotten <laughs> uh, Charlene messaged on Twitter hi Andrew wondering if Alberta Beef Productions is legit uh, for cash for your podcast. Uh, Sent via PayPal, making sure it's going to you and Carl and not Lakeside Feeders or something. Keep up the good work. Uh, Yeah, my company name is the Alberta Beef Comedy Company. And that's what comes up when you go to paypal.me slash gross misconduct.
4: Mark sent $5 and said, that guy in the hotel in Michigan was really something. I see he's been fired by his cousins over it. The reason I bring it up is you said you don't have music for an asshole, but I thought you had the Dennis O'Leary song. Ha ha, take care. I'd
2: forgotten that I had that. I I don't know what the Dennis O'Leary song is. Oh, here, I'll play it for you. Maybe
1: I shouldn't be singing this song, ranting and raving and carrying on.
4: Maybe they're right when they tell me I'm wrong.
2: There you go, we don't use that one very much. At
4: the much. beginning I was gonna say that's Dennis O'Leary. and then at the end I was like, oh, Yeah, oh, no, that's totally Dennis, tell O'Leary. It's Dennis O'Leary,
2: yeah. Uh Debbie sent eight dollars and eighty-eight cents and said another new amount. Eights are supposed to be mm-hmm. lucky. I love your rants and analysis of current events. One suggestion, maybe Carl has some rants to share as well. Mm. Only thing better than one rant is two rants. Keep up the great work. I'm and just not a rantor. I know, but that's exactly why we did Carol's rant. I know, today. but I'm just, you know, I okay. just, yeah, you know, I'm
4: gonna go with the flow, kind of whatever. Crazy James tweeted Loving this week's podcast Also loving the fact That these covidits Are being shut down By regular people Instead of the staff Having to deal with it Also sounds like PM Jr. Was the one Faking the orgasm Yeah
2: I had (laughs) to go back And listen to the Trudeau clip To see what uh, Crazy James Was talking about it Once you're in that Frame of mind You can't stop hearing it Mm. He starts going Uh Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah uh, Yeah Yeah. yeah, Totally makes sense Uh, Leanne sent $10 For the last two weeks Great job as always And thanks for the Positive tone Kudos, you two. You know, can I just ask, Carl, mm-hmm. because this has come up a couple of weeks in a row that, you know what, somebody has said, I'm really liking the more positive. Was I negative? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it might have been happy. that episode where I told people <laughs> they either start paying up or they can go oh, fuck man. themselves. <laughs>
4: Maybe. But I, I mean, you if you do- took
2: that in a negative way, <laughs> I'm sorry. You, I wasn't meant negatively. You do have
4: your moments. I do. Uh, Dirk the Diggler sent $5.13 and said, thank you and congratulations on extending your podcast till the end of the year. What kind of fall protection are you going to use in case you get to close to the edge of the juke roof? Happy Father's Day. A couple of things there. Oh, fall protection. Do you want to try it again? No. All right. Uh, (laughs) You can just disseminate it.
2: (laughs) People don't know, but that was like, I think her fourth run at it. Um, So a couple of things there. We'll talk about the Jube show a little later on in the podcast.
4: stumble protection. I was thinking like, what kind of protection do you need in the fall?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, But, you know, Dirk, um, I'm told, I believe by your wife, that you lost your hoodie. That two to three weeks after you got the hoodie you lost it and i had written your wife back and then messaged her on facebook as well to say listen i can replace it mm-hmm. uh, but she's not gotten back to mm. me. and and i i didn't know if she wanted to replace it for father's day but now it's too late maybe, i mean I,
4: maybe dirk found it
2: maybe i mean i can still replace it but mm-hmm. tell your wife to check her email uh, and or her facebook uh, and, or just get hold of me yourself and i'm happy to get it uh, replaced for you
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, barb and rob sent 50 bucks and said finally able to send some money Thanks for all the laughs. Well, Thanks,
4: we, we appreciate that,
2: Barb and Rob. And just as we were uh, going to... I went to record... school with
4: Rob, by the way. Did you? Yeah.
2: How do you know which Barb and Rob it is?
4: Well, I only know one Barb and Rob, so I'm just assuming it's Barb and Rob that I went to school with. Pretty common names. I mean, there <laughs> for... could be other... <laughs> Actually, my whole life I've known. Yeah, Well, not my whole life, but, oh, but all, all my school. We've not had life. them over or anything. No. Uh,
2: Marco <laughs> sent $20 just as we were going to tape... And said, "Keep it going, thumbs up." Mm. All right, I should make mention of the fact since I was talking about hoodies, mm-hmm. we're out of everything now except uh, we have four hats and one double XL T-shirt. Mm. That's it, and I'm not going to order anything uh, additional no. at this time because I've got another fundraising idea that we'll talk about later on in this episode. Uh, but if you're interested in one of those four hats. And or the 2XL t shirt, which has our big logo on mm-hmm, the chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, just send $25 to Andrew at com through Interact or uh, through PayPal.me slash gross misconduct, gross spelt G R O S E. And we will deliver it to your house. Just remember to include your address.
4: Mm-hmm. Do not forget your address.
2: Yeah, because we do sometimes get donations saying, I'll take a hat. And there's, well, I don't know.
4: Mm-hmm and if you, send it, you if, if you send it through like email just like maybe attach your um, cell phone number just so we can text you when we've delivered it and oh, said great idea. delivered like check your mailbox just so we know that you know it's out there on your porch
2: yeah oftentimes we'll do we've done as many as I think 12 in at night mm-hmm. and we try and remember as you're looking at this list of names and addresses how they ordered or got hold of us because as you just said we want to notify them hey go look on your porch the hat's there and sometimes for the life of of us, we can't figure out. Well, how did this get ordered? There was one where we we literally sat in our car. We around had to, the corner. to do,
4: We took her name, yeah. and then it was like, how do we? And I was like, well, she lives in this neighborhood, so maybe she's part of this neighborhood. Yeah, group she, on Facebook. She which sat she on was. a committee
2: or something, and then her husband worked for a company. It was like, yeah, you, you put all the clues together and went, no, I think that's her. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was, and yeah, it turns out that it was. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Father's Day is on Sunday, uh, a nice gift for the dad in your life. And as I say, if you're in the Edmonton area or surrounding area, it will be delivered the same day you order it. So we'll take care of you right away. In fact, we love doing it. Remember, we drove out to Leduc. That's how we ended up at the Canadian Tire. Mm. Mm-hmm. Literally two hours after the hat was ordered, we were sitting in front of somebody's apartment with yeah. the hat.
1: A thief broke into police headquarters during the night and took all the toilets, Cops say they have nothing to go on. <laughs> this joke's funny. <laughs> Bathroom issues aren't. That's why we offer pelvic health care at Leading Edge Physiotherapy. Check us out at leadingedgephysio.com. Hi, Kahn here. Did from the movie. And you're listening to Gross Doo-doo. Misconduct with your hosts, Andrew and Carol Gross. A-wap-ba-loo-mop. Oh, a wa ba boo a A-wap-ba-loo-mop-a-lum-bom-bom. got to get a to. She knows just what to do.
2: I got a Aren't you from Greece? And you know, Greece premiered 43 years ago today.
4: Okay.
2: 43 years ago. Wow. Yeah, and and I'm still able to get this actress to say I'm Frenchie from Greece,
4: (laughs) (laughs) and we all know who that is.
2: Yeah, so I I, I, yeah, Yeah. I I didn't mean for it to sound like a criticism. It's like it was such an iconic movie that you remember Frenchie from Greece. Mm -hmm. A beauty school dropout. All right, let's get right to our Dick of the Week.
4: Your Dick of the Week is brought to you by the Edmonton Comedy Festival, the only Canadian comedy festival to successfully and safely hold live shows during a pandemic. The 2021 dates are October 13th to 16th, but why wait? Comedians are available to perform live or virtual shows for your staff, group, or function at an affordable price. Contact Andrew at atbcomedy.com to book your comedian today. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at atbcomedy.com. There's
2: a theme to our dick of the week, our Mm. what the fuck moment, and our average idiot this week, and the theme is fast food. So listen to this. There's a woman. She's in the drive-thru at Culver's Fast Food Restaurant. It's pretty popular in the United States. We don't have them up here, uh, but becomes impatient waiting for her order. And she doesn't want to move to one of those pickup waiting spots. They sometimes tell you to to go. So what she does instead is she throws her car in park and she goes into the restaurant to give them all a piece of her mind, leaving about 10 to 12 cars parked behind her uh, that can't move. Now, as she leaves, this happens.
1: Hey, I hope it was worth holding everybody up so you can harass some people in there. They're fucking food workers, dude. They're food workers. I heard you yelling in there. Oh, I went in there. Instead of waiting in your car like a normal person, oh, okay. now nobody behind you gets to move. Nice job, Karen. You dumbass. Oh, yeah. Get mad. Oh, yeah. Get mad. You're blocking everybody, dude. You know what? I
0: just barely got my food.
1: Oh, yeah. You could have pulled forward. You have to wait like everybody else. What makes you so entitled that you need to get your food before everybody else, Karen? That's what I thought. Oh, you're sick. Yeah, you're sick. Lock your car and fucking walk away, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Might as well face it, your dick. Don't have to face it, your dick. Might as well face it, your dick.
2: Have the your and now, this is another good one. I love that one, by the way. Me too. Uh, this is another good one. There's a woman at a Taco Bell drive through Now, you know, the bag comes out the window, goes into your window. You start to pull ahead as you look in the bag, right? Well, she pulls ahead and discovers uh, that it, uh, her order doesn't include sauce. Mm. So she puts the car in park and walks back six or eight feet to the window to get her sauce. But the deal is, the staff isn't allowed to open the window unless you're in a car. Mm-hmm. Now, she could have circled, she could have pulled around and gone in, mm-hmm. but she's standing at the window knocking on it, trying to get her sauce, and they're just refusing to open the window.
6: I
7: need
1: sauce. I have no sauce. I'll bet My this- food was ordered 45 minutes ago. So was ours. I can't wait till at the end of this video when the police come arrest you. Honey, this is North Franklin Township. There are no cops. Oh, Okay, it's the wild. It's alright. Well, when the when the cops come, you'll see that there's cops. There are
7: none. Okay. The Boys aren't gonna come unless it's life or death. Is it
3: life or death?
1: Apparently it is life or death. Look how you're freaking out over sauce. Johnny, la gente esta muy loca. What the
3: fuck?
4: Why is the drive through taking 45 minutes?
2: I don't know. <laughs> How do you think I feel?
3: Hmm, it's
2: not, it's funny not funny to me. To me that's right. Yeah. Uh, and again, along the uh, theme of fast food. Now, this was a video that actually went viral a year ago, but it's resurfaced and it's going viral again. And the reason it's going viral again is because people are suggesting that this is possibly the origin of Karen. Oh. Th- that this is the first Karen, even prior to pandemic karen mm. here's what happened a true pioneer karen we're calling her she's ordered and paid for food at a burger king
3: mm-hmm.
2: okay so she's gone to the first window paid for her food and she's now at the second window waiting for her food to come out the window before it can come out the window the burger king catches on fire <laughs> it's engulfed in flames oh my. yeah and the staff just run out the back door so now She's in the parking lot yelling at the employees that she's not moving her car away from the second window until she gets a refund for her order. Oh. Flames are engulfing the Burger King, and her car is adjacent to the building. And she's refusing to move it until she gets her what, six dollars and thirty eight cents back. I,
4: I was just gonna say, like, what did she pay? Like ten bucks, <laughs> like maybe twenty if she's buying for the whole family. Like uh, the, the building's on fire, bitch.
2: You know what they say? You can't get no stupider than that. <laughs> Uh, well, let's take a look at your COVIDIOT.
4: Your COVIDIOT is brought to you by our friends at Albertamasks.com. Early on, anything was better than nothing, but nothing is better than nanofiber face masks from Albertamasks.com. They're reusable, remarkably thin, comfortable, and highly breathable, while filtering up to 99.9% of even aerosolized particles. And Albertamasks.com just added a line of more economical masks. Check them out at Albertamasks.com and use the discount code GROSS to get an additional 10 10% off your order. You'd be a COVID not to.
2: Yeah, Mark over at albertamasks.com is uh, going to shut down operations as we see uh, regulations lifted. So he's moving the rest of his stock out and he's doing it at a fire sale price. Yeah, so, so get them because
4: we're always going to need them in the future. You might think no, but yeah, you're always going to need masks.
2: Yeah, I would actually recommend <laughs> as we did uh, a couple of weeks ago or last week that you uh, have a few in stock for either the next wave, the next pandemic or the next trip because
4: Yeah, put them in You, your, you
2: may want to wear them on an airplane put or put them in
4: your emergency yeah. preparedness kit.
2: All right, so this is not a drive-through. It's a woman who refused to wear a mask at uh, Timberlane Regional School Board. It was a that's in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm okay uh, she was arrested last week for disorderly conduct so what what it was was it was a meeting to discuss whether or not children should be wearing a mask in school and about a hundred parents showed up to protest the kids wearing masks okay. now she just happened to be the first parent who entered the room after being told she would not be allowed to enter the room without a mask so not only were they protesting the regulation that children wear masks but they were also not wearing masks themselves which was required because the meeting was being held in the school it was their auditorium but it's still their school Mm -hmm. so she's a sunday school teacher which you know just makes it so egregious right Mm -hmm. Uh, so they arrest her as i say for disorderly conduct she pushed her way past police the video of the rest was posted by the group subsequently on social media and it was sent to uh the police the prosecutor's office to the media it was sent to everybody the idea being uh, that there would be this backlash that mm-hmm. the police arrested this poor little sunday school teacher so here's the video
4: rights right now this is a daylight. you are remiss yes. officer porter sergeant porter okay take hey, take the mask
3: on and smile big
1: personally. buddy let's see oh, it sergeant porter, you know this is wrong what they're doing are kids. you really are you
8: seriously are doing this you guys yo idiot
1: Don't you know that I'm a COVID-idiot? I'll go and visit grandma, I don't
2: give a shit. That's how you tell that I'm a COVID-idiot. Now, not much of video, not much uh, audio. Mm -hmm. And you might question, well, why is she a COVID-idiot? I'll tell you why. Because, as I said earlier, she was the first to push past police. They arrested her. As they will often do, they arrest the first person to discourage others Mm -hmm. from doing the same. And then they videotape the arrest and they put it out there for everyone to see, including, as I mentioned a moment ago, the prosecutor's office. Well, the prosecutor took the time to watch the video. And after watching the video, realized that the charge that should have been laid, criminal trespass. Mm -hmm. So in addition (laughs) to disorderly conduct, she's (laughs) now been charged with criminal trespass as well. They're both misdemeanors, but when you get two misdemeanors together in New Hampshire, it becomes a felony. Mm. That's the danger in wanting something filmed. Is it not reminiscent of last week's episode where Airport Karen demanded that someone film it?
1: Please someone film this! Please someone film this! Please! Maybe I shouldn't be singing this song Ranting and raving and carrying on Maybe they're right when they tell me I'm wrong
9: Hi, I'm Ken Franchek, General Manager of Crystal Glass. When it comes to your home, windows are your view to the world. We ensure you see it clearly. Call 310 Glass or book now at crystalglass.ca. The clear choice for all your glass needs.
6: This is Molly Hopkins for 90 Day Fiance
4: and 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk, and you're listening to Gross Misconduct.
2: That real clear. As you well know, Carl, mm-hmm. and uh, can confirm for our listeners, from the moment an episode is edited and dropped, I begin working on the next episode. Right. And oftentimes, I'll put certain components together in advance, uh, such as the ads, mm-hmm. like the one you just heard. Right. And then, you know, a week later, I play them. And I, I often forget in what order I've put what So I just want to make it clear that I did not play I'm an asshole and fade to Ken (laughs) Franchuk.
4: (laughs) Right, right, right. Uh,
2: I'm an asshole. Hi, I'm Ken Franchuk. Uh, He is not an asshole. He's a great guy over at Crystal Glass. He
4: is. He's swell.
2: (laughs) And we appreciate his ongoing support. Another of our advertisers who signed up until December. And it's because of those advertisers that this podcast is going to continue to the end of the year that and the fact that many of you have supported us uh, throughout the year and a half we've been doing this and also I should say that when we started this we said we would get everyone through the pandemic and so that's the major reason why we're continuing on as we said we would get keep doing this and get you through the pandemic there's light at the end of the tunnel So we'll continue on until everybody's on a beach in Mexico.
3: Mm.
4: Uh,
2: But, you know, hey, speaking of supporting us, uh, we've got some big uh, expenditures coming up, not the least of which is apparently a new front porch. Uh,
4: (laughs) Not the whole porch. Well, Just the posts that are holding up the porch. You know those <laughs>
2: great big motherfucking posts?
4: I guess they're called. Are they columns? I guess, I, they I be guess colu- they'd be columns. I the kind uh, of columns. Yeah. Uh,
2: picture a spindle that's like, you know. Massive. Massive. Like eight inch by eight inch. Yeah. Right, yeah, And quite high. And it holds up the roof in front of our house. And I don't know, fire ants or I don't know what ate I'm them. I'm not sure. Termite. I don't know. Uh, first of all, I'm not sure what ate them. And secondly, I'm not sure what's holding up the roof. So... I went to great lengths to find just the right person to do the repair for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did was I went for a beer at the Bend uh, with Oz and overheard a guy at the next table saying <laughs> he builds fences. So that's who's coming over to take a look at the porch. Okay. He seems quite reliable. And okay. Dave from the Bend mm-hmm. and the Twin Otter, he owns them both, uh, highly recommended this individual. Okay. So, okay. you know, uh, we I like to support... People like Dave, and if Dave recommends mm-hmm. this guy, then mm-hmm. I'm in. I don't want to say his name just yet um, before I determine <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, if he okay. knows
2: what the hell he's doing. All right. Because, you know, you say somebody's name, and then they use him, and they're like, the guy he only does fences. It'd be funny if we got him in to do the front porch and all he put did was f- put a fence. Put a fence around the porch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Did you want a gate? <laughs> <laughs> and then Hunter's van, I'm not sure.
4: Oh, uh, okay. I'm just sick about it.
2: We're both just sick about it. So I'm sure we've mentioned this that Hunter <sighs> was in the market for a van. He had finished university. This had been a dream of his for some time mm-hmm. to get a van, fix it up to camp. And just travel for the summer. Mm -hmm. And he did find a van that was halfway through conversion to a camper. And he did the rest of the work. Mm -hmm. And the work he did inside the van was incredible.
4: Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. it
2: really, I mean, I I looked at it before his last trip and just went, man, I'll I'll buy this off you. Like, it's just such a great. It's a sweet ride. It really is. It's a clean unit. Uh, But here's what happened. On his first trip, it overheated, and he ended up at a mechanic who said, well, you've got a bit of a leak in the coolant, and they did some work. And um, this was following you know, maybe a dozen other fixes over Mm -hmm. at Canadian Tire. And uh, then with everything uh, copacetic, he took off on a trip to southern Alberta, the first one, and blew up somewhere, uh, Canmore, I want to say, Banff, somewhere in that area, and went to a mechanic who said you have to replace everything on the front end. There's nothing on the front end that's good. Uh, you know, okay, used vehicle. Uh, but he was able to drive it back to Edmonton where mm-hmm. he took it to another mechanic that your brother uh, recommended who did a lot of work, took mm-hmm. his time and fixed up a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And it was running really well. It and was. actually, I, I don't think it's ever sounded better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he put together and planned a trip down once again, to Southern Alberta. This time, I think... uh, Waterton. Waterton. Is that Mm -hmm. Cardston area? Mm,
3: Down near the border,
2: right? right? It's right by the border. Yeah. Yeah, Well, he got as far as Lacombe before the engine blew up again. So the Lacombe Mm -hmm. car dealer, (laughs) Chevy dealer, whoever that is, uh, basically did not help him and simply said, you need a new engine. Yeah. So the car was, thanks to AMA, towed back to Edmonton, and he continued on in some sort of a rental. I'm not really sure. I'll Mm -hmm. I'll hear the whole story when he gets back, because he's still on the trip. Uh, but we've now got this, uh, you know, 4,000-pound paperweight in front of our house. We're not really sure what to do about it. And, you know, you and I, being the parents we are, whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, we both individually texted our son and said, look, whatever it takes to fix this. Mm-hmm. Will
4: well, it's just we'll such do a it, shame. You know? So, you know, he buys this van like a 1984, you know, Chevy van, whatever. Yeah. And he's just spent, you know, however, now it's been like whatever four months, he's just spent so much time and money. Um, I might add, um, to just getting it like you open it up. I, I mean, he built bed and a counter like he's just got and he's got you, so you many you made the
2: curtains for I it i did and he's yep. got so
4: many like little touches that are just like Ugh. really cool like he's got hooks for this and and hanging nets for that a I mean,
2: magnetic uh, bar that holds for all his, his utensils knives, like, yeah he's
4: just you know he's got like special hooks in thing. the back. And yeah. He's got this under, under back storage, and I, it's just it's amazing. He's just done like such an amazing job on it, and now it's like okay, do we need a whole new in? Like, what is it like? Yeah. Because the dealership guy he said it's a head gasket.
2: Somebody uh, else said it was uh, the radiator was uh, cracked,
4: but there's also a radiator issues. So, and and we've seen a small amount
2: of red. Uh, fluid under the car which would be transmission. It wasn't
4: really red. Like it was sort he brought of rusty. it in and yeah. it was just kind of looked like dirty. I mean it could have been if it was his head gasket maybe you know he's getting some coolant into you know the engine there so that would get well, that would kind of lighten up your oil a little bit. So sure. it could
2: have been There's a lot of things it could have been. If it was if the previous owners had not used coolant but had used water in the rad and then Over the winter, the rad broke or or froze, Mm -hmm. as one mechanic suggested, Mm -hmm. then that water could be um, a slight amount of coolant mixed with water mixed with rust, and that's why it was that color. Mm -hmm. I mean, what bugs me is that you're really at the mercy of mechanics— Uh, Yeah, You know, because everyone thinks they've got a great mechanic. And I'll bet Mm -hmm. you we're going to get suggestions as a result of this episode. We'll take it to my guy, right? All
4: right. Well, if you are going to give say take it to my... uh, We need somebody who is like very... He's a Chevy engine mechanic. That's what we need. A Chevy engine mechanic. Like
2: the last thing I said to Hunter, and I know this isn't right. it's, It's too much. But the last thing I said to Hunter is, look, I want you... That, to fulfill your dream. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to, to have the summer that you planned before you get that job and and don't have the time or money to go on a vacation for 10 years. Yeah. So if it needs a new engine, then it needs a new engine. Like, just tell me what it needs. I mean, at this point, it wouldn't be worth putting a new engine in a 1984 Chevy van if not for the fact that he has spent so much time making the interior so incredible. hmm uh, and, and he, here's the thing to all mechanics out there, you know, I don't understand how you can look, and I realize they're all parts and it's hard to anticipate when something's going to fail, but there's no way his radiator cracked while it was sitting in front of our house mm-hmm.
8: in June.
2: You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so whoever worked on it last and and didn't see that the... The radiator was cracked. Well,
4: do we know that the radiator? We don't cracked? know. We because don't know. Who that? fucking knows? Because like engines, engines are tough. Because unless you're actually taking the engine apart, like you can't see inside the engine, you know. Mm-hmm. So you don't know. I just <sighs> want it to work for him. I want it to work, and I also, like and, I say, and he's, like, tur-
2: he's uh, turning down our help. Though is the thing. I
4: know. Like he just feels bad. But and the other thing too is I don't want it to be. You know, it's going to take them a month to, you know, rebuild the engine or fix the engine or replace the or whatever they have to do. I mean, there goes half his summer, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just really, um, it's disheartening. And I know that he's really dejected.
2: He's, he's devastated and yeah. as are we and, and Maddie. I know Maddie talked about, well, we should set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, there's people, you know, who need prescription medicine that have, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know, this is our problem. Yeah. And, and we'll deal with it. But, uh, yeah, at this point, I, I you know what? I can always re- – here's how I look at it. I can always replace money. Mm-hmm. E- even in these horribly tough times, I can always replace money. I'll find a way. Mm-hmm. But I can't replace his first summer after graduation. That's going to be a memory yeah. that, he, that lasts forever, mm-hmm. and he planned it, and he put so much effort into it, and I just want him to have that. And, yeah. you know, so I, what I need is a mechanic. So if
4: you have, no, a Chevy engine mechanic. Yeah, or if Please you happen to know.
2: have a Chevy engine.
4: <laughs> or you know how to fix one. Yeah, I
2: mean, my car is paid off on September 29th. I, I mean, I, I don't know if it would fit, but I've honestly thought, well, just fuck, just take the engine out of my car no, then. No, that's like, a just- little
4: baby engine. It wouldn't, that's a little baby engine. Well, yeah, it works. No, but it's a baby engine. It's not going <laughs> to be enough for a van. Well, put,
2: pedals in there and just you know flintstone it yeah okay well it is time to check in with the politicians i mentioned a moment ago that i put this podcast and every other podcast together in parts and i often forget what it is i did Mm -hmm. so this trudeau clip i i don't honestly i don't even remember i i think trudeau was being interviewed on entertainment tonight and uh, he was being asked about how he's handled the pandemic personally and as a father and Uh, how he sees where we are in the country with it. And all I remember about this interview is that the interviewer, uh, a woman, it just gushed over him.
3: Mm.
2: Like it was quite something. Now that's not what the clip is, but so here's Trudeau talking about COVID and uh, the effects on him, his family and the country.
10: Um, Well, first of all, I mean, I think, you know, it's always about the, 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 people getting the vaccination but but uh, it's interesting because a lot of the people who are uh, um you know it, 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 most skeptical about the vaccination are also the people who are sort of uh, uh most resistant to uh, uh, the restrictions and and the, and the sleepovers or birthday parties and uh having to wear masks or or being told to wear masks uh, even that Crusty old uncle who resists, uh, but 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 uh, at the same time, all of us have awakened a little bit, and has certainly accelerated my focus on puzzles and Lego and playing board games and things. And uh, I think um, I really learned uh, that uh, I just want to walk the door to my office to say, "Yeah, I want this COVID thing to end." <laughs>
2: See, the advantage of doing it a week ago and then listening, it's almost like I'm hearing it for the first yeah, it's time. brand new. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, we all know about this uh, Sky Palace dinner meeting mm-hmm. that took place. Premier uh, Jason Kenney at first uh, doubling down, saying that they were distanced properly and uh, that, you know, and, and Dina Hinshaw would not... I, I'm a little disappointed in mm-hmm. Dina on this one, because mm-hmm. if it's wrong, it's wrong. Like, I don't really care who your boss is. Yeah. If it's wrong, it's wrong, right? So if you want us to listen to you and adhere to your regulations, you have to call it out. And, exactly. And it turns out eventually uh, the premier called himself out. He acknowledged that meeting was held on the deck and uh, was not held socially distanced, and it was not a great idea. But I'm putting words in the premier's mouth here. Let's hear it from him.
9: Good afternoon, everyone. We have long said that vaccines will take us across the finish line of this pandemic. And that's why I'm pleased to join you today to announce yet another step forward in our vaccine rollout. But before I get to that, I do want to address something that, uh, that uh, uh, has come, that has been a, uh, that uh, has come a real controversy and growing, uh, growing, growing in recent days. Uh, It is uh, clear that uh, uh, some of us were not uh, distanced the whole night and I have to take responsibility for that. Simply put, this is great news for those who have <laughs> doubts, just look around you uh, and, and actually I wanted to add, just add a personal note, uh, please, if you are hearing that kind of misinformation, please, uh, please, uh, uh, please, please, uh, please, please, uh, please go <laughs> online uh, to official uh, 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 websites to get your information. Oh good advice right mm-hmm. there. Yeah.
2: Well, he sounded so smooth until he got to the apology <laughs> part and then he sort of lost it a little bit. Uh, you know, I always say that our podcast should be both entertaining and informative. Mm-hmm. And, and really, as regulations uh, and rules are being lifted uh, and, you know, lotteries are mm. being introduced and all that kind mm-hmm. of thing, uh, we really need to go to the health minister, Shandro, uh, to hear what he has to say. And yeah, I've not been the biggest fan of Tyler Shandro. As you well know, and no, our I listeners know. I don't think know. anyone
4: is, really. Uh,
2: but a lot of times, because a lot of times what he says, you're just like, yeah, whatever. But I think it's important we at least make the effort. <laughs>
9: Uh, thank you. And I'll now invite Dr. Henshaw to provide today's numbers. Yeah,
2: you missed nothing. Hmm. You missed nothing oh, at absolutely all. Nothing. I mentioned a moment ago that as I waited for you to come downstairs to tape this episode of Gross Misconduct, uh, that I continued to add to the episode. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I've got a new politician for you, mm. and, and this is unedited. And in fact, uh, the politician in question doesn't even speak. Uh, But (laughs) it was just really interesting. So Russian President Vladimir Putin, Mm -hmm. uh, he held a news conference, something he doesn't like uh, generally to do, Mm -hmm. uh, but he did so because he had just met with the U.S. President Joe Biden uh, in Geneva, Switzerland, and... You know then made himself available to the press well oftentimes if you've ever had the opportunity to see a press conference with uh, Putin it's uh, typically Russian media that asks the question he's told them to ask Mm -hmm. Uh, but the rules are not the same for American media specifically Rachel Scott from ABC
6: mr. president thank you so much for taking my question uh, president biden has said that he would respond if cyber attacks from russia do not stop i'm curious what did he tell you did he make any threats and a quick follow-up if
4: i may sir uh, the list of your political opponents who are dead prisoned or jailed is long alexei navalny's organization calls for free and fair elections an end to corruption But Russia has outlawed that organization, calling it extremists, and you have now prevented anyone who supports him to run for office. So my question is, Mr. President, what are you so afraid of?
2: So Hmm. when you hear people talk about fake media, fake news, and you hear people like the former president of the United States say the media is the enemy, Mm -hmm. that is why the media is not the enemy. That is... Is the kind of reporter who asked Mm -hmm. the question Mm -hmm. uh, of one of the most powerful people in the world and did not back down, and that's media, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why we need to support and save media because the guy on Facebook in his mom's basement isn't going to ask Putin that question. Mm It was remarkable. I didn't play the whole thing, but he gave a standard answer, and she did a follow-up saying, you didn't answer my question. Uh, She'll want to get an escort to the airport, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, hey, listen, you know, among the many things that have happened over the course of the pandemic, and I've been hearing this from lots of people, uh, that some of our habits have changed a little bit as a result of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things where – you maybe think it's just you that this is happening to, but okay. it turns out it's happening to a lot of people. And and I've heard, for example, that people's sex drive is way down. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of couples saying <clears throat> that, you know, it's been weeks.
4: Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And I don't know if it's, you know, people just spending time with their – spouses for the first time and going, you know yeah, what, yeah. I'm not sure what I found attractive with that person. <laughs> uh, but the other thing uh, that contributes to that and, and uh, general well-being is sleep. And a lot of people, myself included, our sleep patterns are so disrupted now that they're just crazy. It's a little better for me at the moment. I'm sleeping five hours a night, but there was a time- You've got
4: new pillows, that's why.
2: Yeah, those pillows are killing my neck. They're so high. I can't figure out how to flatten them down. I think I need one well, flat new. one. Yeah.
4: Well yeah. I mean don't you don't have to sleep on both of them.
2: So no, one, even one. Just the single oh. they're so high. Mm. Like I wake up in the morning like I've been trying to look around the corner or something. I don't know what <laughs> it is. Uh but anyways, uh, I had gotten to the point where I would go to bed at four in the morning and sleep until five thirty and then be up. And then in the afternoon I'd be so tired I'd sleep for seven hours mm-hmm. on the couch in the basement. Like it's just Really disrupted. So I thought I'd run it by uh, the doctor, who told me that yeah, he's hearing that a lot from his patients.
1: Welcome to the doctor's office. How can we help you
3: today?
8: I've had a lot of people complaining of increased sleep problems over the last year. I hate to blame yet another thing on the pandemic, but. Well, here are some reasons for this latest pandemic of insomnia. Stress is one of the leading causes of difficulty sleeping. And tell me anyone now who is not under more stress than usual. Many people have been out of work or have changed the way they work. And so their daily routine is gone. They're not going to sleep at the same time every night, and they're not waking up at the same time every morning. This throws our circadian rhythm off, and now our bodies don't know when to sleep. It's like having constant jet lag. So what do we do when we're tired during the day with nothing to do? Well, we take a nap. And if we end up taking a four or five hour nap, we don't feel tired when we want to sleep. To top it off, lack of sleep and stress leads to depression, which makes it, again, even harder to sleep. There is help, and it's not with pills. During the day, get some exercise. If you nap, make it a short one. Try to go to sleep the same time every night, and try to wake up the same time every morning. If you have trouble getting to sleep, or wake up in the middle of your sleep cycle, do something restful like listening to calming music or an audiobook that you find is relaxing. Don't turn on those iPads, smartphones, and laptops. The bright screen activates your brain and can interfere with your sleep. And last of all, if you feel you need to take something to help, try melatonin for a week. Many people find it does help.
2: What, what did he say? Zircanian? Circadian.
4: Circadian. Circadian. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's like your natural... Uh, rhythm of life like when you get up when you go to sleep it's just kind of your natural cycles
2: joe check that in
4: your brain i don't know you know it's one thing to uh, check
2: with the doctor about sleep patterns but i think it's an important enough issue that we need to uh you know talk to kevin about it Mm. Uh, so i asked kevin what is the key to a good
5: night's sleep what does kevin think what are the keys to getting a good night's sleep? That's a good fucking question. I think manual labor is a really good way to start if you can tucker yourself out by busting your ass for 12 hours a day. That's what I did for a long, long time and I didn't have much trouble sleeping until I got into a management position and then when you've got 15 or 20 guys working for you and you're working 24 hours a day, sometimes it's really fucking hard to sleep. You need to tucker yourself out with a little manual labor. I don't know. Some people are able to shut their brains off and just fall asleep in minutes. I don't have that problem. Some people use fucking drugs. Some people use prescription drugs by drugs I mean like the gummies the marijuana you know not the other stuff but I don't know that's a that's a really tricky question I struggle sometimes some nights I'm able to go to sleep it usually takes me some time but I don't like popping pills I don't like any of that other stuff but Good old-fashioned hard work is about the best answer I got for you. And that's what Kevin thinks.
4: What Does Kevin Think is brought to you by Old McDonald's Resort. Family camping on the south shore of Buffalo Lake. Individual and group sites, grandma's kitchen, train rides, bike rentals, ice creams and coffee shops. Playgrounds, beautiful beach, fireworks at night, including the best July Firks. Ex-
2: yeah, no, they've got uh, ice creams <laughs> so- and the best July fork the best July fork,
4: the
2: best, the best July fork.
4: What Does Kevin Think is brought to you by Old McDonald's Resort. Family camping on the South Shore at Buffalo Lake. Individual and group sites, grandma's kitchen, train rides, bike rentals, ice cream and coffee shops, playgrounds, a beautiful beach, fireworks at night, including the best July 1st fireworks show in Western Canada, and so much more. Check them out at oldmcdonalds.com. Make your summer reservation today and tell them you heard about it on Gross Misconduct.
2: After I think uh, 23 years of doing a campground comedy show at Old McDonald's i will not be doing one this year
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh, we just found that it didn't work last year
4: with the pandemic because it, it was outside in the the park the baseball diamond thing so there was a lot of kids running around
2: yeah and it was, it yeah. was tough it just, yeah so it just doesn't logistically work and there's no way to keep the kids from being there yeah. it's a family campground yeah. and you can't put enough people in the tent to make it work. To make it work financially, so until so,
4: you can fill the tent again, we're, pro- you know, yeah, on
2: hold. So, we'll, so we'll we'll uh, we'll skip probably a couple of years and then uh, we'll maybe bring it back. Uh, but I am pleased to say, for the first time mm. since starting this podcast a year and a half ago, I have some live shows to tell you about. <laughs>
4: Grab your household cohorts and come down to the Northern Alberta Jubilee Auditorium for their first ever drive-in comedy event featuring Andrew Gross and Sterling Scott performing live on the roof of the jube Saturday, June 19th at 7.30 p.m. Get your tickets at jubileeauditoriumcom slash Edmonton. You'll only need one ticket per car, but tickets must be purchased in advance.
2: There you go. So we got asked in listener mail if uh, there was anything preventing me from falling, so, I had asked if, uh, as part of our nightly drive, we could scoot by the Jube so I could sort of get an idea of how this was going to work. I've certainly performed the Jube before, but Inside. not on their roof. On yeah. The roof. <laughs> uh, so, we figured it out. It's going to happen around back. So, typically, where I would have entered the Jube, the stage door is uh, where there's this big parking lot and there's a one story part of the building that juts out with a railing around it so that's where the uh, show is going to take place and there's actually doors to the roof that lead from the dressing room for some reason i'm guessing so performers can step outside and have a smoke Uh, but that's where i'll be performing with sterling scott so uh, we would love to fill the parking lot and help out uh, the jube, like other entertainment venues they've been shut down for the better part of this pandemic and uh, this is part of their fundraising effort so that they'll be able to bring you great programming in the next year. So one price of ticket, $40, I believe it is, and gets the whole car in. And assuming that the province gets to 70% by Saturday, because this is happening this Saturday, uh, then individuals will be allowed to get out of their cars and sit in lawn chairs in front of the cars. Mm. So you can actually sit out in a beautiful, sunny, sunny. Sky and watch a live comedy show. Mm-hmm. It'll be the first live comedy show that I have performed since October of last year. I believe was the last time I was live. So, mm-hmm. really, really looking forward to it. Forty dollars is a great price. Mm-hmm. Four people in the car, ten bucks yeah. each. Um, Seven thirty, and as uh, Carol just said a moment ago, you can get your tickets at jubileeauditorium.com slash Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Now, don't expect people who live in Calgary or Heather at Rocky Mountain House to make the drive up to Edmonton for that show. But a good news, the weekend after, uh, if you live in the Calgary area, I'll be at the Laugh Shop in Calgary. That's located in the Blackfoot Inn, June 24th to 26th. You can get your tickets for that at laughshopcalgary.com or give them a call at 403-255-6900. They've been shut down uh, for the better part of eight months. Mm -hmm. And this is their opening weekend and they were kind enough to ask me to come on down and headline it. It's going to be three shows, eight o'clock, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday.
7: Albertans are excited to get their COVID-19 vaccine. To make sure we do it as effectively as possible, here's what you need to know. Simply remember to sign up, show up, and follow up. Sign up online, call 811, or talk to your pharmacist. Show up and do your part to make sure as many Albertans as possible can get vaccinated. Then follow up with your second shot to boost your immunity and get fully protected. A message from the Government of Alberta.
10: Hi, I'm Dr. Jerome Cowett at South Central Dentistry. We are committed to excellence in dentistry and service and hope that you choose South Central Dentistry as
2: your oral health care provider. Located just north of the White Mud on Gateway Boulevard. Call us at
9: 780 757 3723 or find us at SouthCentralDentistry.com.
1: Hey, this is Jeff Pilson from Foreigner, and you are listening to Gross Misconduct.
2: We want to encourage you uh, to go get your vaccination, especially those of you in rural Alberta who think that they have to wait uh, mm-hmm. until there's no lineups. There are no lineups now.
4: No, there's lots of walk-in clinics yeah. or book with your pharmacy or AHS,
2: yep. the however sooner, you want to do it. The sooner because, we get to 75, you know, 80%, the sooner we all return to normal.
4: Everyone who's like, yeah, well, you know, we want all these restrictions lifted and we don't want to wear masks. Well, go get vaccinated. As soon as we hit 70%, two weeks later were they're lifting the restrictions so go get her done uh
2: something that i learned the other day because you had entered the vaccine lottery and you told me uh hey i entered uh, the vaccine lottery and i said oh i i thought everyone was automatically no entered.
4: no you actually have to go on uh the ahs website uh, right and sign up for it but you only do it once and then you're entered for all the draws so all the three million uh the three one million dollar draws um the first one is just, you only have to have your first dose, but for the subsequent two other million-dollar draws, you have to be uh, double-dosed.
2: It's really easy to do, and the website address is vaccinelottery.alberta.ca slash VL, like Vaccine Lottery. So mm-hmm. I know I saw on Twitter, and a couple of people actually messaged me, I'm not sure when I became an authority, but uh, <laughs> asking, well, how do you register for this? And it's, it's really easy, mm-hmm. like it takes... Less than 30 seconds. I
4: mean, you shouldn't have to have monetary, um, uh, what's that called? Uh, Motivation. Incentive. Incentive. Um, But if that's what it takes Mm -hmm. to get uh, people out there, then yeah, just go do it.
2: You know, I heard an argument. uh, Somebody had said, a reporter asked, I think Shandra or Kenny, well, you know, rather than three one million dollar prizes, why didn't you go with you know thirty one hundred thousand dollar prizes? Mm. Um, and the answer to the question, and I actually believe this answer, which is uh, unusual, is that they consulted with uh, experts in the lottery business and they determined that $1 million was the point at which people yeah. are motivated yeah. to do like something. Yeah, like a bigger
4: prize is more. like Yeah,
2: because you sort of feel like any lottery, well, I'm probably not going to win, mm. right? So you don't bother. Mm-hmm. But for a $1 million, and all I have to do is fill out a form? Yeah, okay, I'll bother,
4: right? Well, no, so- you have to get a shot too.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. that too. Well, I forgot about that yeah. part of it. Yeah. <laughs>
4: That's the important part of the lottery.
2: <laughs> well, I've gotten both yep. mine, so. Okay. Me too. And and you know what? I'm I'm going to say right now, I m- mentioned a moment ago that this we're going to continue this podcast through to December 31st. And I think we'll wind it down. This is your first notice everybody. I think we're winding it down on December 31st. And we'll probably do a New Year's Eve special and then call it a day. Um but if I were to win the million, um we'll wind it down sooner. All right, it <laughs> is time for this.
1: Is Jeopardy!
2: It it feels, Carol, as though the podcast is moving along tickety-boo. But you'll recall, I said off the top of the episode, that we have a massive big blue folder this week. Yeah,
4: you did say that. Yeah,
2: so while we're probably a little ahead of schedule in terms of when we would normally do the How Smart is Carol Mm -hmm. uh, segment, we do have... A big blue folder, a big, big blue folder.
4: We're back-end loaded, right?
2: Uh, yes, we are. Okay.
4: <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but okay. <laughs> I don't know why
2: that's funny either, but it's... <laughs> oh, that guy, is nothing but... Look at back-end loaded. Um, all right, so your money is at $3 million. Yeah. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the total of what the province is giving away for people to get vaccinated. Mm. $3 million. What a coincidence. It's probably fate talking to you. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, without knowing the category, because yeah. we've yet to spin the wheel, yeah. uh, that you should bet it all. Okay. You know, I'm always right on this. Whenever I say to you, you should bet it all, you really should have yeah. bet it all. All right, well... But let's find out what the category is. Mm-hmm. And for that, we have to spin the How Smart is Carol Wheel.
4: The How Smart is Carol Wheel is brought to you by the best furnace and plumbing services in Edmonton, Todd's Mechanical, providing you with all of your plumbing and furnace needs. Edmontonians keep warm and dry with Todd's Mechanical. Call them at 780-499-7598 or find them online at toddsmech.com. And don't forget to like them on Facebook.
2: I want to give a shout out to two of our most loyal listeners, uh, Paul and Nerney, uh, who uh, gave Todd a call and uh, Todd uh, dropped by their house. They're having a problem with their hot water tank Mm. and uh, Todd's putting a new hot water tank in for them at a reasonable price. That's good. Uh, good. I know you're going to love the work, guys, and uh, thanks so much for using Todd. We appreciate it. That's what we, all we ask of you is- yeah. Please help our uh, sponsors out, uh, throw them a little business. All right, let's spin the wheel. And your category, Carl, this week is exploring. Your category is exploring. So just to be clear, not explorers, exploring. I'm not a fan. Well, (laughs) I've... Uh, I've let you know what I think I would do. Uh,
4: Okay, yeah. Mm. But, Mm. you know,
2: I don't want to... Listen, if you don't get it right, like I don't want to ruin your day or anything, so exploring is your category. You have $3 million to play with. I'll remind you as well that they are not real dollars, and so therefore I'm not really sure what your hesitation is. I don't
4: know. I don't want to be a loser.
2: You're not a loser no matter what, because you (laughs) married me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay loser that was my nickname in high school loser okay (laughs) all right have you made your wager yes i have excellent all right in the category of exploring two of the four flags flown on mount everest on may 29th 1953 strangely new zealand's wasn't one of them Now, I'll just remind you that- I have no fucking clue. Now, listen, don't panic.
4: Can I go back and change my Don't wager? panic.
2: <laughs> We're looking for two of the four flags. I know. So you only have to get two out of four correct, and- I don't
4: know why it's strange that New Zealand is- no,
2: Well, Joe, check this, but I'm guessing- Was Hillary- On May 29th, 1953, uh, Sir, whatever, Hillary- H- Hillary,
4: Edmund Hillary-
2: I'm guessing he's from New Zealand.
4: I did not know. I thought he was from uh, uh, UK.
2: Joe, check that. Okay. Where is, what's his name? Sir, Sir
4: Edmund Hillary. Where
2: is Sir Edmund Hillary from? I'm saying it like he's listening to me okay, right now. Okay, well,
4: I panicked and just threw well, down. don't panic. I panicked. Take
2: I... more time then.
4: Uh, two of the four flags. on
2: Do you need more time?
4: No. Okay, well, I, I feel like this is probably, oh. Okay, you can uh, guess
2: four <laughs> flags and you only have to get two of them right.
4: Well, I don't think, I think... I'm allowing it. If I was on Jeopardy and I wrote down four, they would disqualify me.
2: But I won't. Because unlike Jeopardy producers, I love you. So you can write okay. four countries down and, and two of them are right.
4: Okay, well, I'm, I'm just going to go with... Okay.
2: <sighs> okay, give me them one at a time.
4: Okay, I only wrote down two. I said to write down four. No, but I don't know four.
1: <laughs> well,
4: okay. Okay.
2: It takes a little bit. Okay, of the so I'm going to
4: These are all guesses. Okay, just give okay. me one. Nepal. Carol. Yeah.
2: Nepal is correct. Okay. So I you... chose
4: that because that's where Mount Everest is. Okay.
2: So no, no, sh- 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 take your time. You have <laughs> three flags to go, and you only need to guess one of them correct. Nepal is one of them.
4: Okay. My next guess is I just took New Zealand's neighbor and said Australia. Now, before you guess, okay, so that's wrong.
2: (laughs) Just before you say what you think it might be, yeah, you thought what, sir? No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen, you're not, Sir
4: Edmund Hillary. Oh, I thought he was from the. Okay, Great Uh, Britain. I'm going to say Great Britain.
2: Correct. (laughs) Is the second of four flags? So
4: Australia was wrong.
2: Australia was wrong.
4: Okay, so well, let me just. Okay, so. <clears throat> Russia I don't know why no Russia would be there I yeah I don't know uh, the four flags that were placed <laughs> we're taking a lot of time with this one Great Britain yeah nepal mm-hmm.
2: India. India and the United Nations
4: United Na- ah. how much did you wager uh five hundred thousand
2: uh, I you know what I think to be honest and fair and I know you want us to be, you did get that wrong. I did. Yeah. So you're at $2.5 million uh, well, with an incorrect Yeah, but answer. I got
4: one of them. Can I
2: no, l- just lose 250000 not... You know what? I gave you the opportunity to guess four different flags, and it turns out that had you done that, you'd still be wrong. So the answer's no. Well,
4: no. Great Britain was going to be one of them.
2: I practically f- served that to you on a plate.
4: No, but that was going to be one of them. But whatever. All right. Fine. You know
2: what? We'll leave it up to Joe. Joe? No,
4: that's fine. Joe, I'm a loser.
2: No, come on. Joe will decide Why should I be the judge Joe you decide Carol is either at Two no. and a half million Or three and a half million
4: No there's, You know you I'm have, giving
2: it to Joe to decide I know
4: But you gotta go by Jeopardy rules If I was on the show They would just be like No Shut the Shut the fuck up No You got it wrong
2: Time for the Big Blue Folder.
4: The Big Blue Folder is brought to you by Crystal Glass. You deserve to see the world clearly. Don't let cracks, chips, or other imperfections ruin the view. Crystal Glass is the clear choice for all residential glass replacement and repair. Visit crystalglass.ca.
2: Yeah, go to Crystal Glass. Say hello to my asshole friend, Ken (laughs) Franchard. (laughs) That's a callback. He's not really an asshole. He's he's a great guy. As I mentioned, uh, it's a pretty big, big blue folder. Really big. Even got some video to go along with this one. Let's start there. A 31-year-old mortician from Syracuse, New York, named Eileen Hollis, has been racking up the hits on TikTok by answering questions about her job. It turns Mm -hmm. out a lot of people are curious uh, about the business of death, you know, stuff like How does embalming work? And what do you do when you find piercings and that sort of thing? Here's a couple of her answers.
6: No, a person does not need to be embalmed before cremation. We only embalm you if you desired a public visitation. We don't crush your body before cremation either. I consider that to be mutilation of the body and it's really gruesome and unnecessary, honestly. Now, post-cremation is a different story because sometimes your bones don't break down fully, so the crematory operators have to process your bones and, you know, crush them and turn them into ash. The chances of your ashes being misplaced is slim to none. Piercings stay with the deceased. I don't remove them. If I do remove them, it's because I'm cleaning them. Blitzes, bracelets, rings, all of those are removed during the embalming process. And then I put it all back on you when I'm done. Lots of times I'll check in with a family and see if they want to keep any of the jewelry. So there's also that to consider. There
4: you go. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I know
2: you have a certain interest in that.
4: Yeah. Well, not the mortician situation what do you have an interest like in forensic pathology you know the autopsy yeah, it's situation pronounce pathology just <laughs> so you know
2: uh there's a woman in the Philippines. she just had a baby boy mm. congratulations and the dad got her to agree to name the child hypertext markup language
4: come on yeah which is what
2: html stands for he's a web developer he loves his job so That's uh, one reason they did it. But he says his family also has a long tradition of weird names, and he wanted to honor that tradition. For example, his name is Macaroni 85. No. Yeah. No. And his sister's legal name is Spaghetti 88.
4: Come on.
2: I'm just... Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you that's what happened. Uh, Most of us know the feeling of looking at a wedding registry and seeing if there's an option to sort by price. (laughs) <laughs> yep <laughs> you know you look at those things sometimes yeah. you're like well who what made you think i was going to buy you a 900 dollars vacuum uh there's a woman who posted a gift list on facebook which was packed with luxury items including gucci or louis vuitton purses mm. new floor tiles for her entire house oh, fuck me. a new car <laughs> uh any high class paintings or decorations four hundred dollars in cash Uh, And she went on to say $400 or more in gift cards to one of the following, uh, Fifth Saks Avenue, that's how she wrote it, "Uh, Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom, Calvin Klein, Gucci, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and maybe (laughs) JCPenney, and any kitchen-made appliance valued at over $350. And then rounded out the explanation by saying, guests must pick off this list no substitutions, Uh, consult her first if you want to substitute, and added, quote, there are no exceptions to these rules. I am expecting everyone to spend a minimum $400. She said she'll accept slightly lower amounts, but please ask her first.
4: Fuck you. I'm going to your reception, (laughs) and I'm giving you a fucking egg slicer.
2: (laughs) That's still my favorite TripAdvisor review. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody went to a resort in Mexico and said uh, they said it was a fully equipped kitchenette and it had no egg slicer.
3: <sighs> uh,
2: back to the video file. A high school principal in High Point, North Carolina surprised his grad class with an a cappella rendition of I Will Always Love You. Here is Principal Marcus Gauss belting it out. And I-
4: Wow. wow. I got chills. I actually, I actually got goosebumps. Do you, want, you see? I got goosebumps.
2: Yeah, look at that. Wow. Uh, all right, pull your pants back up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Put your titty away. Get back in the trailer, Adele. Adele.
2: A 56-year-old guy in Connecticut named Peter Marshall uh, has early onset Alzheimer's and doesn't remember much anymore, including his wife's name. Mm. But she knows he still loves her. And do you know how she knows? mm Because every few days, he asks if she'll marry him.
4: Aww.
2: So their daughter, who's an event planner, threw them a second wedding earlier this year.
4: Oh, that's sweet.
2: Yeah. Uh, How about this? Mattel has a new line of Barbie dolls made from recycled plastic that would have ended up in the ocean. Uh, Instead, it's ended up in uh, the homes of little girls and little boys. The line is called, Barbie Loves the Ocean. Hmm. And uh, how about this? A new survey found almost a third of Americans are swearing more than they were five years ago. Uh, That includes 27% of men and 32% of women. 60% of people said they use stronger language like the F word every day now. And young people are the driving force behind it. Only 12% of people over 55 said they swear more than they used to versus 46% of people under 25.
3: Hmm.
2: That's fucking nuts. (laughs) Uh, back to the audio vault, uh, there's a 27-year-old woman in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, who goes by Sydney Joe on TikTok. Mm-hmm. She makes money posting something called stuck videos. Uh, she films herself getting stuck in different ways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people pay her $2 a minute to watch her get unstuck. Uh, But now one of her videos has gone viral after she got her whole body stuck in a folding chair and couldn't get unstuck.
3: Hello, everyone.
10: You might be wondering what I'm doing. For the last 30 minutes, I have been trying to get unstuck out of this metal chair. I'm literally stuck in it and I can't get out. (laughs) And I'm panicking because I don't know what to do. And you're probably just like, suck in as hard as you, I literally can't. It's on my tailbone and my pelvic bone. I don't know how I got in. I'm filming this for a video, obviously. I can't get, I'm I'm literally stuck in this chair. And the lawnmower people just came by. (laughs) I can't get out of it. I literally, I've tried absolutely fucking everything and I
3: can't.
10: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck.
4: Johnny, la gente esta
2: muy loca. What the fuck? We snuck an extra what the fuck in there for you. I mean, if the lawnmower people can't get you out. (laughs) Uh, she eventually had to call firefighters mm. who used the jaw of life, the <laughs> jaws of life, to remove her from the oh. chair. It's just one of those card table folding chairs. Yeah,
4: no, I was envisioning that, and it was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. God.
2: Uh, hey, you know the yeah. uh, Queen of England? hmm She's pretty badass, eh?
4: Yeah, mom? Yep.
2: Yeah. She celebrated her 95th birthday last week. Mm-hmm. Wow, incredible. Uh, by cutting her cake with a sword. So I don't know where she got the sword, but she picked up a sword to cut her cake. So one of her aides stepped forward and tried to tell her that there was actually a knife she could use. And she replied, I know, and then kept rolling with the sword. (laughs) Later in the day, the queen met with leaders, including President Biden, and she got sassy all over again during a photo op when she turned to the president and said, quote, Are you supposed to be looking as if you're enjoying yourself? (laughs) Good on you, mom. And how about this? A woman in Allentown, Pennsylvania is facing charges after she tried to hire a hitman to kill her husband. Mm. She asked him if he'd offer a payment plan. 44-year-old Claudia Carrion met up with the guy on Thursday and agreed to pay $4,000 for the hit, but she didn't have the money, so she asked if she could pay it in installments of $100 for 40 weeks. Hmm. Uh, Now, just a rule of thumb, if -hmm. you're ever uh, hiring a hitman, if the hitman agrees to a payment plan, He's probably a cop, and that's who this was. (laughs) (laughs) And when she paid the first $100 as a deposit, she was placed under arrest. It turns out, uh, of course, it wasn't the first time she tried and failed to hire a hitman. She later told police that she's tried several times before, uh, but the hitman uh, just kept taking off with her money. Hmm. Uh, She's facing charges for criminal solicitation to commit homicide. Yeah, Probably a fairly serious charge. Now, you might have seen this over the weekend. Uh, A guy, a 56-year-old lobster diver in Massachusetts, uh, Michael Packard is his name, he claims a humpback whale tried to eat him last week. I don't Mm. know if you saw it on social media. Mm. He was scuba diving 45 feet down when everything went dark and he realized he was in the whale's mouth. But then 30 seconds later, the whale brought him up to the surface and spit him out. Here's uh, an interview.
5: And everything went black and all I could feel was just muscle and skin all around me did i just get bit by a shark or no it's not a shark i'm in a whale's mouth and then all of a sudden i saw light white water everywhere and all of a sudden i was thrown from his mouth he was shaking his head trying to eject me out of his mouth Uh, now people are starting to question Mm
3: -hmm.
2: the uh, authenticity of that story Uh, saying it didn't really happen. In fact, uh, a doctor in the emergency room in Cape Cod who treated him uh, said that if he came up from 45 feet that fast, as he described, he would have had the bends, Uh, meaning, of course, his body wouldn't have had time to deal with the pressure change, but the medical report only mentioned some light bruising and nothing serious. Hmm. So they're actually calling bullshit Mm -hmm. on the story. Uh, How about this? A new survey found a third of older Americans found... One in three people over 65 say they like texting more than they like phone calls. Mm -hmm. Staying in touch with the grandkids is a big reason. The survey also looked at the top emojis for the over 65 crowd. The top two that the over 65 like to use are the heart emoji Mm -hmm. and smiley face emoji. And they also use animal emojis a lot. (laughs) Do you remember... uh, I know we've probably told the story, but do you remember the woman on uh, mm-hmm. Salt Spring island what was her name dorothy
4: dorothy yeah
2: mm-hmm. you yeah. know you you have to sort of if you're going to use emojis or abbreviations you should really know what they mean what they mean yeah lol yeah cuz she texted me to say my sister had died lol <laughs> <laughs> i'm all, i'm just what? reading it oh. like did she just LOL. she she thought it stood for lots of love <clears throat> Okay, how about this? Uh, I said it was a big blue folder, and it certainly is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right before the pandemic hit last March, a 66-year-old guy in England uh, named Colin Kane called in sick to work. He's a heavy smoker and has a lung condition. He told his boss on the Monday uh, that he had to stay in bed all day, but then someone spotted him out at a bar drinking beer and smoking while he was still out sick on Tuesday. Uh, They fired him for it, but uh, he sued for wrongful, wrongful dismissal, and a judge has now ruled in his favor that he shouldn't have been fired. The company's handbook doesn't specifically say you can't go out and socialize in public if you've called in sick. Hmm. And that's why the judge sided with him. He's due back in court soon when they'll decide how much money the company has to pay him Ooh. for wrongfully terminating him.
4: Ooh. Wow. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Speaking of going out to uh, bars and restaurants, mm-hmm. there's a video going viral right now. An otherwise unknown uh, young lady who just put up a TikTok video uh, in which uh, she says she judges her first dates by the restaurant they pick for the first date.
7: You ask me on a dinner date, I say yes, one exception. I only do casual dining restaurants on first dates. You agree. You take a Staplebee's. I immediately note that you're probably an alcoholic and are only here for the $1 Long Island iced teas. I'm ecstatic, I don't give a fuck about the food either. We get blocked out, hook up, and probably never speak again. You take a solid Garden, it's clear that you tried to make an effort to pick the most romantic out of the options that you had. Also says that you're not real picky about the food as long as it has butter and calories in it. I agree. Unfortunately, it doesn't make up for the fact that you're not Italian. Because a real Italian wouldn't take me here. You take us to Chili's. You immediately win. I know that you're a man of taste, culture, and style. And if you bring up the two for 25, we might actually have a future together. You take us to TJ Friday's. I conclude that you're either a sociopath or have formed an emotional connection to this restaurant at some point. Because we all know that all they offer is uncooked ribs and screaming children. You take us to Buffalo Wild Wings. I applaud you for thinking out of the box and not feeling threatened by the look of me eating wings. Pot, I'm interested, but you'll probably cheat on me if we end up dating. <laughs>
2: it's funny what goes viral and what doesn't that's just a cute little thing all right we've got plenty of podcasts left believe it or not but first we want to thank a few people
4: this episode of gross misconduct was sponsored by crystal glass todd's mechanical leading edge physiotherapy south central dentistry old mcdonald's resort albertamasks.com and the edmonton comedy festival meat depressed saying you're a dick heavy hand saying average idiot the whack MCs performed covidiot purple planet provided the what does kevin think music we used the mail time clip from blues clues sack noel saying aloka people what the
2: fuck if you want to support this podcast go to paypal.me slash gross misconduct spelled g-r-o-s-e or eTransfer transfer Andrew at andrewgross.com. Uh, we've never mentioned this before. We've mm-hmm. sort of let people just come to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you have a small business, uh, specifically in the Edmonton area, uh, and want to advertise on this podcast, let me know. Email me at andrew at andrewgross.com. You'll find it surprisingly affordable, and you'll reach about 8,000 listeners in the Edmonton area in your first 30 days. So. Nice. Yeah, that's why all these companies are advertising mm-hmm. with us. We're far cheaper than radio, and we have pretty much an equal reach. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we need somebody to play us out. I thought we'd get, on the suggestion of a listener, Adam Jessen to play us out with his
9: song, Want to Be Vaccinated. Okay, I don't know. Uh, it, whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Okay. Now nah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. There's no words there. To play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. I don't know what that means, to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll can. write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks!
1: 220, 24 hours ago Wanna be vaccinated Nothing to do, still stuck here at home. Wanna be vaccinated Oh, hit me with the Pfizer or AstraZeneca I'll take the Johnson Johnson or I'd take the Moderna I'd even take the Sputnik that is made in Russia Oh, 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 oh 30, 30, 35 million to go Wanna be vaccinated Where you've been Tory, Ford and Trudeau want to be vaccinated. Oh, take it from the freezer and stick it in my vein. I know that's not the right injection point, but that's okay. Just jab me with the needle before I go insane. That happened months ago. Jab, jab, to jab, to jab, jab, to jab, jab, jab. want to be vaccinated. Jab, jab, to jab, to jab, jab, to jab, jab. jab. want to be vaccinated. 220, 24 hours ago. Wanna be vaccinated. Nothing to do, still stuck here at home. Wanna be vaccinated. Oh, hit me with the Pfizer or AstraZeneca. I'll take the Johnson Johnson or I take the Moderna. I'd even take the Sputnik that is made in Russia. shop. Oh, 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 oh. 30, 30, 30. WANNA BE VACCINATED WHERE YOU'VE BEEN Tory, FORD AND TRUDEAU WANNA BE VACCINATED OH, TAKE IT FROM THE FREEZER AND STICK IT IN MY VEIN I KNOW THAT'S NOT THE RIGHT INJECTION POINT, BUT THAT'S OK JUST JAB ME WITH THE NEEDLE BEFORE I GO INSANE THAT HAPPENED MONTHS AGO JAB, JAB, to jab, to JAB, 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 JAB WANNA BE VACCINATED Jab jab, to jab, to jab. Jab, jab, to jab, 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 want to be vaccinated. Jab, 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 want to be vaccinated. Jab, 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 want to be vaccinated
0: now. This episode of Gross Misconduct was brought to you by Todd's Mechanical, available 24 hours a day for your plumbing and furnace needs. Say jab, jab, jab jab, jab, and receive fifty dollars off your next bill. Find them online at todsmech.com or call them at seven eight zero four nine nine seven five nine eight, and don't forget to like them on
4: Facebook.
2: Jab 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 jab. I told you it was gonna be a long episode.
4: Yeah, oh is it quite long? How long are we?
2: Well, we're at about one forty three right now, but I haven't edited it yet, mm. so But we're not done. But wait. Uh, we had mentioned, you actually brought up the idea, mm-hmm. and I, I sort of poo-pooed it at the time. Mm. You can only have so many promotions running at the same time. Um, but we're out of, you know, we have the four hats left, the one t-shirt, they're going to be gone within mm. a couple of days. Mm-hmm. People have been supporting us, and we appreciate it, but we always need to find new ways. And one of the most requested, I don't want to call it an act,
4: segment. It's not, one segment. of the most
2: requested segments. Which
4: has only been once.
2: <laughs> yeah, is Wine Carol. Now, our friends have seen Wine Carol many times. Oh, yeah. Many probably many. more times than they care to
4: remember. Remember, yeah. yeah.
2: Mm. Uh, but people have asked for the return of Wine Carol, so and you had suggested that perhaps that could be a fundraiser. So we're mm-hmm. going to do it. Uh, but here's how I want to do it: Kay. Wine Carol will make her return Ooh. on June 30th, uh, okay. if and only if we receive 20 donations of twenty five dollars or more in the next two weeks, or mm. a total of $1,000 in any amount between now and June 30th. So if 20 of you, 8,000 people, give us $25, Wine Carol's coming back June 30th, or if one of you you know, writes a check for 500 bucks, then only 10 people have to mm-hmm. write, or oh, no, 20 people would still, mm-hmm. what? What? <laughs> yeah, I didn't okay, do the math, math right math on is, that. math is yeah. hard. 20 times 25 would only be 500. Check I that
4: know, job. that's why I was thinking. All um, right, let's okay, change that.
2: So if we receive 40 donations oh, 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 nice. of $25 or more, or a total of $1,000 between now and June 30th, Wine Carol will return on our June 30th episode. Ooh. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. I, I think because all of our advertisers to... signed up till the end of June, and then we re-signed them from July till December. Right. So possibly what I might do is do a season two finale, June 30th, if this all comes to be. Mm-hmm. And we'll start season three, July 1st, Uh and and go through to the end of December. Um, But that all depends on you, the listener. So again, 40 of you have to donate $25 or more, or combined $5 at a time, if you like. uh, We have to raise $1,000 in the next two weeks. I'm going to have to start training. (laughs) Well, I think it's going to be interesting because we we record these on Wednesdays, and you're Mm. typically not a Wednesday drinker.
4: I'm not a really in any day. So I'm a weekend drinker. <laughs> if we're yeah. somewhere where I can drink,
2: yeah. so it might be quite interesting mm. to watch. And if you're new to the podcast and and don't know who or what Wine Carol is, uh, perhaps this will remind you.
4: Okay, how smart is Carol? Have we? Uh, do I read it now, or no. do you spin the thing? You know, the cosmopolitan Europeans. Where do you put your balls? Wine Carol. Wine Carol. Wine Carol. It's fun.
1: Not get no stupider. Not get no stupider.
4: Not get no stupider. Wine Carol. It's fun. Wine Carol. Wine Carol. It's fun. So drunk. So so very very drunk. I'm almost out of wine. Yeah, that, that part I didn't get. It's open. I'll drink it. you whatever. You're just a little sippy poo. you whatever. You're just a little sippy poo. you whatever. On oh, New Year's Day. <sighs> Sitting in a parking lot, peeing in a cup. you whatever. I'm so fucking hammered. you whatever. It's fun. <sighs> we're gonna this is right off mm-hmm. but we'll we'll do jeopardy it's more wine yeah i how much like we're not even halfway through this shit and i am i know i'm pretty fucked up so i, I, I don't even know if I'm gonna make it to the end yeah we're fine you're
2: ignorant
4: it's fun could have popped out a baby It's fun. Well, we just did. We did went to Kevin thing. Yeah. And then we had this thing which we missed, and now we're. But we'll come back to it. Wine, Carol. It's fun. Wine, Carol. (sighs) Wine, Carol. It's fun. Put my wine on my paper.
2: Yep. You sure did. Uh, That's fine. We just. uh, Oh, now you've ripped it.